0: Hey there, we're Jason and Caroline Zook, a husband and wife team who believes life is just one big experiment.
1: This is the show where we share our journey as we figure out this ever-changing thing called life. We cover topics like running a business, traveling the world, and clawing our way out of debt, all with the hope of inspiring you to live, work, and create with more intention.
0: Life might bring its twists and turns, but when you know who you are and what you want, you're never really lost. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, the show. I hope I don't blend into the couch. Where are you? Uh, I'm here. Where'd here. you go?
1: I'm right. Oh, I can see your head. I'm
0: right here. Um, <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to Wandering and play the Show. As always, this is just a random intro for you. Uh, to recap from uh, the last couple episodes, we were talking about not doing video, then we we're talking about doing video, now we're doing video again. We so, like to
1: keep you guessing.
0: Here we are. Uh, so if you're listening to this uh, in your podcast app of choice, hello, how are your ears? Hope they're doing well. Ooh, nice in there. You should probably Q-tip. If you're just <laughs> watching this on YouTube, hello, hi. Just saying hello. Hey, hold on, I was no, going to no, say no, something
1: about your eyes but then they got grosser. Like oh. for some reason, like being inside your eyes is grosser than being inside your ears. Do you
0: remember when I had a sponsor think about your eyes? I've been seeing them coming back on Instagram ads recently. That's
1: not because all lenses? It
0: is. <gasps> wow, wow.
1: Brand Deep. recall, brand recall. Deep. Somebody in their marketing department is very excited.
0: Deep in the depths. Hey, how was your 4th of July, by the way? Great. Yeah?
1: We, we did 3rd of July. <laughs> yeah, what we did was we celebrated on the 3rd and then we had a normal day on the 4th.
0: Well. Can, so we
1: really hacked this. this let's
0: stuff. talk about why we did that
1: because somebody doesn't like crowds and people and crowded things.
0: I know. It's okay. You don't I
1: think you also If you don't
0: if you don't like it, it's okay. I'm happy to just just change my schedule to suit your needs. No, no,
1: no. I think it's twofold. I think it's you don't like crowds, but I think it's, it's also It's me, by
0: the way. Oh, it's just, That wasn't clear. Sorry. Yeah.
1: But I also think that there's something about you, the rebel in you that's like
0: I'm not going to do this on yeah, the 4th, I'm like, going to do it on the
1: 3rd. Everybody told me I'm supposed to celebrate this random holiday on the 4th, because like, our country got emancipated from England or whatever, but also, I'm going to do it on the 3rd.
0: Yeah. Also, we should start celebrating Bastille Day.
1: July 14th?
0: Yeah, we should just start.
1: My friend Melissa in... um Middle school, she told me that her birthday was July 14th and it's Bastille Day, and I've never forgotten it. Also, it's like, that, one, it's like I don't remember f- the birthdays of my family members, but I'm like, that one, also Eisen. uh,
0: that voice that you just did, uh, for like the
1: thing, <laughs> yeah,
0: but the, the rebellious one before that, what does that make you think of? It's our new house tagline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jason saw uh, a bumper sticker on a truck that said. I don't dodge them. I ram them. Yeah, and then just on since a dodge that day, ram cause, truck because like yeah. that's such a truck bumper sticker. Marka, merka. But since then, we've just been thinking of a person. Well, really, an SNL skit in which this person it just repeats that line over and over in different scenarios. And so now we just say that. Around yeah, the house.
0: like they could be at a coffee shop and like they're like the second like, person. Sir, in Sir,
1: do you want skim milk?
0: I, I don't, don't dodge them. him but then it kind of changes depending on the situation and he
1: gets like
0: he gets like upset or he gets super quiet yeah. someone's like, like he's in a movie and he's someone's like, like are you liking the movie he's like i don't dodge him <laughs> i don't know yeah. why it makes this
1: happen so
0: yeah congratulations to that bumper sticker <laughs> yeah that's a thing that we say now all right uh this i'm excited about this episode i also just noticed my awesome tan line <laughs> i i want everyone to know I loaded up on sunscreen on I know, July But we've 3rd, talked 4th. about this.
1: It is not strong enough sunscreen, and you need to reapply.
0: Is that because my skin so badly wants to, like, <laughs> get out to the sun? Is See, that what it this is?
1: This would be a good opportunity for. I
0: don't dodge I don't dodge them. <laughs> I'm the skin of Jason, and I'll ram the sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, anyway, Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. got burnt. So move yeah, on. Let's get to goes. the meat of this.
0: Okay, so. Uh, What we want to talk about is some honest conversation here. Uh, This is a little bit of unedited meeting mixed with a podcast episode mixed with our BASFA series.
1: Whoa, Inception or something.
0: Yeah, something. Uh, Very quickly to get you caught up on BASFA series, if you don't know what that is, we are building a brand in Squarespace site from start to finish. We are documenting the journey. It is bringing about some fun and interesting conversations to which we wanted to talk about how we're dealing with that and how we're solving that problem. And uh, also just maybe to share with you guys how we would work through this because I think it's really easy, just hold on, I'm still going. She was about to talk and I said something. Um, I think it's really easy to gloss over the okay, you're in this, how do you fix it? And that's part of what I wanted to do with this BASFA series when we started talking about it was not just record screens and show how we're doing things, but actually also have little side conversations where we go, why did we make these decisions? Or what did we run up against that we had to solve? So this is part of that coming into this as well.
1: What I was gonna say is, I think the important part that was in your brain but that you didn't come out of your mouth was that this was not like a discussion that we had that we thought we'd have on camera. We legitimately had like, a disagreement, and I don't even use the word fight because we don't fight, but, like, a really rocky conversation that is not the first time that we've had that rocky conversation. If you work together with your spouse, you've probably had the same rocky conversation over and over again, and you were the one that said, okay, you know, we always try to, like, end those conversations, it's like, okay, well, how do we do better next time? And then you were like, well, I think this would be an interesting conversation to record, showing people, like, It's not all sunshine and rainbows when you work together, not even just with your spouse, but with with a business partner. And you're going to run into things that, that you both are coming at things from a different perspective and there's friction and there's clashing. So then how do you solve that problem? How do you prevent yourself from just having that conversation a million times and going crazy? And so that's what we're going to attempt to do on camera for you guys is show you how we think that we can potentially work through some of these issues.
0: On camera. And on microphone. Yeah. In case you're not watching. Yeah. Um. Alright. So let's start with what is the friction that we are running into here. And we've run into this many times over. Hold on. Yeah. Flax goes oh, he's trying to get his leg underneath okay. I mean, there. Hold on, but hold on, you gotta help him. His leg is
1: Well, I can't see his leg.
0: Hey, buddy, how is this comfortable? Where is it? There it is. Found it. it. Yeah, that was okay. not comfy. Gotta sometimes you gotta help your dog get his leg out from underneath him.
1: It's hard because it's a lot of things mixed together, but I will give the specific context of this and then we can maybe branch out of like all the trigger points that this touches upon. Um, We are doing this Basfa series. The way that this series came about is that I wanted to do some design work again. I was really excited about designing a Squarespace site. Um, After all of my anxiety stuff, it was like the one thing that got me creatively charged again with wanting to do work for Wandering Aimfully and we thought about doing client stuff, but then we kind of talked about it and came up with this fun idea, um, which turned into this series. Now, you rightfully took that idea and said, let's build it out, let's document that process, let's build it out into like a cool content series that could provide marketing for Wandering Aimfully, which is smart, but throughout the process of wanting to document that, the idea that started out as this purely joyful thing of I want to be creative and I want to build a website has now turned into, now we're documenting it. Now I'm editing it in Final Cut Pro. Now I'm learning a new software program. Now we're coming up against a couple of issues, which is that I'm a novice. My I have a certain quality standard that you you have a much higher quality standard in terms of things like audio and details. Then we find ourselves kind of nitpicking over like
0: how many details what details how many details you know. to
1: focus on what is good enough what like what is worth focusing on in terms of trying to make the quality um and and it crosses into all this interesting territory about processes so how we communicate because we're both having our hands on something being the videos to record this um it touches on what do we think is the standard of quality for our brand how far do we think that that gets us? Um, when, do we f- when do we say this is good enough and walk away? Or when do we invest more time to make it you know, even better? Uh, and all of these different things. Yeah,
0: so, all right. So how do, we, how do we walk through this and how do we get through it? So I think part of the fun of this conversation is we do not have the answer yet, as I was saying. Like this is not, here's what we came up with, it's let's actually sit down and talk through this and share this conversation and, and see how we get through that.
1: I also, just as a quick aside, another issue with this is you brought this up during our rocky conversation, but there's something about video yeah. that for some reason is like a hot button issue for us. It raises the stakes in both of us and we become so much more irritable. We become so much more combative with each other. We, we lose our patience with each other, whether it's like recording video for like a short, uh, like when we were doing the build diary stuff. Or when it's editing video, like yeah, it's this just video project. in general.
0: I, I surmise that the issue that we have with video, and I think we've talked about this before, is there's no clear like director of that thing. Mm-hmm. So, like when you're working on a Squarespace site, you're in charge yeah. because you know it better than I do. Everything else, if I'm working on something, I'm in charge, and, and we like know. Yeah, or- whatever. I'm just saying, like, in so many other aspects of the way that we work there's someone in charge and the other person kind of goes, okay, I see you in charge. And I think with video, for some reason, we never have really decided who's in charge. And then I also think it's because it changes from video to video. Like if you write a script for a video, like our pretend people problems, for example, you very much should be in charge of that video because you wrote out how it's going. But when we sit down to have a casual conversation like this, there's not really someone who's in charge because we're both bringing equal parts to the table and then it just becomes, well, here's how I see it going and then it's here's how I see it going and then there's not a clear winner and it just leads to a lot of kind of consternation. So I do think that maybe one takeaway for this, so one of the things that we've talked about as the solution to this entire problem, this kind of Rocky and Bullwinkle situation we find ourselves in, which is to create some values for working specifically on projects together but maybe even more specifically on video projects together. Yeah. And I think one of and it may not be a value but it may just be something we should do is just to define who's in charge of this specific video. And I know that that sounds so silly and weird, but I think it will help if it if if it's like okay, like I'm in charge of this one right now. So just let me be in charge. I'm setting up the camera. I'm setting up the mic. I'm managing the things. I'm doing the stuff. I will do whatever. I'll like when I want to edit it. I'll be in charge of the edit, and that's it. And then like you can you can come to me and go like, hey, I have a couple ideas, but
1: you get to be I the make the final. Designer. I
0: make the, the final. Say. I think
1: that's really important. It's like the head chef and like sous chef. Totally. But it's funny because I think we've actually talked about this a long, long time ago in previous episodes about when we were working at I Wear Your Shirt together you were always the boss and I was working for you. And truthfully, like people would probably think that's weird to say, because we were dating at the time, but I always found such comfort in, in that hierarchy because it was like, I could have ideas and they were respected and all these things, but ultimately there was a deciding person to say, either we're going to do that or we're not going to do that. And I think sometimes if you're at an equal partnership, you ultimately you find yourself in a stalemate and it's a little bit hard. So maybe, like you said, defining who's the lead on the project and that would be helpful. So I think like that... And I think you-
0: we can make it fun too. Like we don't have to say like, I'm in charge, yeah. you're not in charge. I think we say like, head chef sous chef. Yeah. And also we call sous chef Susan in our house.
1: Yeah. Susan chef.
0: Susan chef. Uh, that's for no reason other than Plaxica will come into the kitchen and, and he- we'll be cooking and I'm like, oh, Susan's here. Yeah. <laughs> and He's just so sitting on the floor. head chef yeah. and
1: Susan. Susan. <laughs> 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 Those are the rules. I'm
0: super excited to be Those Susan. Those are project
1: roles in our house.
0: I'm excited to be Susan. Susan.
1: Um, for some reason, Susan is with a Z, though. I think we both Oh, it right wow. Now. Yeah, okay. Susan. Okay, so I think we have, like, rules or, like, process rules. Like you were saying, like, roadrun rules, but then also values. So, yep. uh, to me, assigning a, a head chef and a Susan is, like, a rule. So, we, for every project, we have to do that. Yep. Um, I think... I think for every project we sit down and we discuss outcome, like what do we what do we want out of the project and how do we want like, the experience to be. Like
0: the whole project itself? The whole like BASFA as a whole? Or yeah. like the specific video that we're working on?
1: The whole project. Okay. Like I think just setting some like, setting expectations at the beginning of a project. Because for example, you probably had no way of knowing really that It was so important to me, like, this project to me represents, like, my first project back, like, working after anxiety. And I want it to be smooth, and I want it to be fun, and I don't want it to be stressful, and I don't want it to be add any anxiety to my plate. And so, I don't think that we have explicitly had that conversation, and maybe it could have saved us a little bit of a headache uh, beforehand. Also, I think we need to discuss the exact process
0: yeah. So let's talk about the project outcome first before we go to process. So let's define like an example for BASFA. What, like, how do we define what that would be like?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, to me, it's like the outcome and the experience. So the outcome for me would be to obviously like have the site and sell the site
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to... So
0: I think... Just real quick. So project outcome is kind of what we talked about in the intro video, which is this is a three-pronged approach Excuse me bubbly water should have gone with regular water. Um, it's a three-pronged approach It's stretching the the design muscles the creative muscles, right? It's marketing wandering aimfully, right. and it's making money yes. in a creative way. So, so those, those are, are the three outcomes. Yes, okay So let me just write those down. So Okay so, Creativity marketing whoa I just spelled the word marketing without an M first
1: are you gonna cut this out in the audio cut what out let's just blank space
0: oh no it's real oh yeah this is like you're a fly on the wall oh okay yeah this is the realness
1: Great. see
0: (laughs) (laughs) didn't you hear a second ago when I was head chef and you were Susan yeah
1: but that's still a thing that a Susan can say
0: oh okay yeah oh see yeah Wow. But
1: well, you can decide. But, I no, know. see, I did do it. I I brought it up. Yeah. And then you said no. No. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Because
0: it's real. Like everyone gets to listen to the real. Like, na-na-na. if anything, here's what we should do from now on in videos that I'm head chef on. If there's a silence like that, you have to do like a little j, like a little tune.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what's everybody doing for labor? No, no, you have I to know, just I'm just, just okay. like a little like, okay.
0: and then we come back in. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's silly. All right. So yeah, I like that. So entire project outcome. So even if we, and as silly as this sounds like for recording this video specifically, it's like, all right, so what is the project outcome for this video?
1: That we record a podcast episode.
0: And is, is, are we defining it like per video? Will that be helpful? Like, it sounds like overkill to me, but I also feel like maybe we, should we just do it do an overkill until we're like, okay, we don't have to do that part anymore.
1: I know, but that's why I think it's important to to say what the outcome is and what the experience is. So it's like, because you're going to spend a lot more time in the process than you are the outcome. Do you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. So for this up.
1: Uh, so for this up, what's, what I would like for the process is to not feel completely drained after it.
0: Hold on. I'm on project outcome. I haven't moved to process. Okay. So I'm just saying, are we defining project outcome for this this specific video? That's, well, what, that's what
1: we said. Recording a podcast episode. That's so the just outcome.
0: Getting it done, and that's it. And getting. What do up. you
1: think the outcome is?
0: I don't know. I just this is just us talking about it for the first time.
1: So far, project outcome doesn't seem like a super effective. Thing that's helping us.
0: Well, it is for, like, the BASFA series because it's a bigger series. But for, like, one video, then you're right. Maybe the... The the outcome is just creating the thing. It's just getting it done. Okay. That's fine. Again, like, that may be overkill and it may not matter and we can just remove it later. So. Okay. So now you want to talk about process.
1: Or experience. Because it's not just the process. It's, like, our experience of the process.
0: Okay. Okay. So... Do you want to start with BASFA? I kind
1: of see what you're doing now. I didn't realize before. That's why I was confused about talking about the video. Because I was like, we're talking about BASFA. You're giving examples for each thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: For BASFA, the most important thing to me in the experience is that it stays fun and creative.
0: Okay. You're supposed to be doing a jingle while I...
1: Who is that dog barking? (laughs) It's fun... And creative. And creative. Where is that...
0: That's a, that's a yorkie next door that I saw being carried around on the deck great. of our of our neighbor that's Airbnb being next to us. Great, great, great. Yeah. Just carry your dog, it's fine. Okay, so that's fun and creative. All right. Um am I allowed to bring my own process stuff to this?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I just didn't know no, like cuz is... we also didn't pick a chef and a sous chef for basma. So that's also well, where we this haven't is. haven't done that
1: yet, but I'm saying The way that I see this going for the process and experience is that each of us gets to share what we want out of the experience so that we can be on the same page. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: I do. So for me, my experience that I want for people as they watch through this series is it's not just another, oh, you just recorded your screen and showed me how you work video. There's something more to it. So it's the conversations that go on around this between the people who are working on it. It's the feeling like you're getting... Um you're you're not only just watching how someone does something but you're getting the why of why they're doing it that way which I think is happening part in the written content of this. So, does that make sense?
1: Mhm.
0: So, experience
1: But don't you think in the videos I talk about a lot about why I'm doing stuff?
0: I do, but I think that in a 20-minute screen sharing video of of you how you're doing something if someone doesn't watch fifteen minutes in or twelve minutes in, they don't they don't get that part.
1: Okay, but here this is why this is very important sure. because what you just said, you're like, Oh, well, I think that's gonna come in the written content. We had a previous conversation and you just said, Oh no, I basically am just expecting like a couple of paragraphs as a lead into the video. Totally. How am I going to explain why I made every decision? It's
0: not why ac- you made every decision. It's not why you made every decision. Okay, then
1: let's communicate that. So
0: it's why, let's go mood board, for example. Like, why do I do a mood board? So it's that. Okay. Because in the actual video, okay. you don't ever say why you do a mood board.
1: Okay.
0: You never say it. You never say why you pick five tone words. You you have five tone well, right. words and you explain what they will do, but there's no, like, why you chose to do that. What?
1: We're heading to Rocky Conversation together. Why? What happened? Because it, when you communicate it like that, this is where it becomes hard because me as the person who is trying so hard to document the process, like I made that decision not to include that because it was communicated to me like, let's keep it short, let's keep it...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, and I'm 100% fine with that. I think those videos do the job of the how very well. I think it's the... This is, again, this is where my part of wanting the experience to be thoughtful and like touch on those things happens outside of that video. So it's a separate part of this.
1: I understand, it's just the way in which you just communicated that like made me feel like I was not doing something.
0: No, 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 no. Rewind, go back, go back. In my example of saying saying, this. Can you
1: just, can you hear your words from my perspective for a second? Where you're like, you never say that, you never. Totally,
0: totally. Totally understand. Okay. I don't mean that as a criticism. I don't mean that as a you didn't do this. I mean that as... That's an opportunity for us to say... To
1: do that in the written To part. do that
0: in the written part.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad that we talked about that because we had not talked about that before.
0: Yeah. So, like, how in screen share... Guys, we just worked through a Rocky and Bullwinkle moment.
1: <sighs> part of this is also that I go... I go so far into depth over all of these things inside Better Branding Course, and that's not what I wanted this project to be.
0: And I totally understand that. I, I don't want this project to necessarily be that either, and I think that the, the problem is solved in just a couple sentences in these paragraphs. That's all I'm saying. It's the this. difference
1: between like watching an episode of an HGTV show and enrolling in an interior design course. Like, the HGTV show is just, like, for the casual person who appreciates how you got from A to B and wants to see the transformation.
0: Totally. but The I interior
1: think design course is, like, here's exactly how you do exactly. a blueprint. Here's this exactly is, how you this do a... This is a great
0: example. So, when the person redoes the kitchen in the HGTV show, 90% of that is how they do it. But the first 10% that you watch is why they're putting things where they're putting things. Hey, you have a big family. Let's do a huge island. That has nothing to do with the how. That's the why they're setting it up that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like for me, I just want the ten percent of the why in each part of this process of why we're doing this. I got you. And so I actually think the intro part of these videos is is part of that process, is part of the explaining of the why. And then you well, go into the how. Well, we
1: didn't do that in the first two.
0: I understand because we didn't define it. We didn't know. Okay. But does that make sense? Yeah. So your example is really good because. Like, I don't want, we don't need to recreate better branding course in this documentation series. I just want to touch on a couple of the important points that you know really well. I know well from knowing them from you, but the casual person who stumbles across this post is like, oh yeah, I want to watch these two entrepreneurs build a brand and this is interesting. Oh, here's a recorded conversation they had. Oh, here's, um, you know, she's actually going through creating a mood board and and elements and things. Oh, well, why'd she do that? Oh, I'm just watching the first clip. Okay, cool. Now I can go and watch it all happen. You also know that sometimes when we watch home renovation shows, how you like, skip like, 30% of the like, building and stuff. I think that's natural for these things. But so you need the other parts of it to like, keep people interested, like the human element part. You know, Mm -hmm. does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And again, I, I think so much of this is, if we can define what this looks like through this conversation, it then makes it so much easier when we're filming the next videos, when we're recording the next thing, Beyond Bass when we're working on the next project to go, okay, like, what's the human element part? Like, how are we okay, keeping well someone engaged? Let
1: me ask you, because actually what you're, I'm starting to understand what you're saying about, like, why it was important for you to include a conversation like this. But this conversation is a human element conversation about documenting this project, not a human element conversation about this project. The project, totally. So, in your mind, it does the intro cover that?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Something is stuck in my throat.
0: Do you need to get up and get it? No. Do you need to just like hack into your Mm-mm. hack into your shirt over there? mm
1: I'm good.
0: Yeah. We survived?
1: It's still in there, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I really do think that in these documentation series, so this is, we've had this conversation a couple times, and I just want to say it on here because we haven't had it with everyone else who's listening, is that, and again, that goes back to like my experience, is anyone can record their screen and go, all right, here's how I set up this entire thing. Not everyone thinks about, okay, but like, who are the two people that are doing it? Or why are they talking this way? Or why are they thinking this way? And like that part of the conversation, I think is some of the most interesting part. Like I just watched Like give this,
1: an example.
0: I'm not going to. Great. I just watched this Bon Appetit series on how to make the perfect pizza. And it's on YouTube. And I think it's like a six or seven part series. It's about three hours long. And I loved it. But you know what I didn't care at all about? them actually making the dough, them actually putting the sauce on the pizza. Like, I did not care at all. I cared about why are you choosing that tomato sauce? Why are you choosing that cheese? Why are you going to this restaurant and talking to this pizza uh, place owner? And like, what's going on there? Like, that's what I cared about. And so what I feel like part of what we've done with and it's fine, we don't have to redo everything, but it's like, we've only done the watching someone make the dough and do the things and do that as opposed to like the actual conversations of what's going on. And I know that that part of that is just, we didn't plan. We didn't know what we were doing. And also this project started, like you said, with like, you just want to be creative. You didn't want to do this whole documentation thing. And then I was like, okay, well, why don't we use this to our advantage if we can? And it's not too much extra work, which is ironic because it is a lot of work, but I think we just have to find like a nice in between for this specific one and just be done with it and not have to worry about overdoing it. And then maybe if we want to do this again, then we go, okay, now let's just like think more about the conversations that we're having and how we can like showcase those and record those too. So it's just a learning process. Now
1: I'm just like so in my head about everything that I've already recorded. No, no, no. no. And so whether... don't.
0: No, no, no. Because so... I'm
1: like, uh, like, it. Can I can I like I do explain a lot of the stuff of why like why to alternate the colors of your sections for visual interest as you Go down the page why to do a brand styles page so that when you go to add content blocks Everything's already styled like we do a bit of that so it's not me going like I'm feeling criticized It's more like I guess I don't fully understand what you're trying to communicate and I want to understand
0: and I don't I, I think just being hundred percent honest. I don't think I know what I want until we are in it, and then I can go, okay, here's what I'm seeing that we are missing from this. Well, that's
1: where we get into trouble.
0: I understand, but I think that's just the natural thing of, like, we're, we're not, like, we don't do this all the time, so we don't have, like, a lot of repetition to know, um, like, how this process can be done ahead of time and how we can not run into these conversations kind of mid-project. And I think it's just the nature of the beast. Like, I think part of one of the values that we should establish for these projects, too... Okay,
1: maybe we go there next.
0: ...is just, like... Openness. So even if we define, so I'm pointing over here at a whiteboard, but you guys can't see it. So even if we define a schedule and all of these things, I think we should still be open to the conversation of hey, I think we could make this uh, roasted. Uh, cauliflower better if we added some turmeric and chili powder, and maybe we just like broiled it at the end for five okay, minutes. Okay, well, let's
1: have a conversation about values because what I was trying to communicate to you the other day was that I totally hear that, and I totally hear the like argument of if we know that it can be better, why not make it better? And it's because in choosing that, you there are things that you are sacrificing for that. A great example would be when I've been recording voiceover audio for days on end and then you're like, hey, the audio, because you did it in multiple sessions, is not very consistent. I think it would be helpful to re-record the audio in one hit, but when I've already spent hours and hours trying to line up every clip and record all the audio to explain what I'm saying, what we sacrifice for going for that extra pass for quality is my fun creativity the experience that we talked about
0: totally and i think part of that is because the project is not defined from the beginning with the expectations that we both have of each other of how we're working on this and also like we we just didn't know what we didn't know we got into it so kind of what we developed was like you do a first cut, send it to me, I watch it. If I have any notes, send it back to you, do it. Then I do a cut of like your finished part, add on some other things here and there, maybe some like more technical or whatever, spruce up the audio a bit, and then you watch that again. So there's like these different drafts that go back and forth, right? Well, we didn't talk about that at all because we didn't even know it was going to be a thing. And so now that we know that, I think that's where this conversation that I brought up to you yesterday, which was, hey, as I'm going back and listening through this and I'm hearing two completely separate types of audio, but right back to back, it just sounds weird to me. And I don't mean that it sounds bad. And I don't mean you did a bad job. It's just my ears are like, wait, where, why is why it sound like she's in a different room all the time? Yeah, sudden?
1: and it's like, I know that. But I guess in my head, I was like, it's not perfect. I know that. But I think the ideas behind it and the quality of what I'm presenting to somebody is worth a little bit of weird audio. So that's why we need to define what is important to us and what is not important to us in terms of quality standards. Totally. So and like maybe quality is a value, but then maybe we need to actually define that. But what I also wanted to say is, going back to what you said about the drafts and the process, that needs to be a rule. We need to define what the wor- the workflow is before we get into it. And I understand that that could change. Totally. But we need to have an open line of communication about how that process needs to be updated as we go along. So for instance, I didn't know that the way that my process would have developed where it's like, okay, I actually I have this screen flow of 20 minutes of me doing this one thing. I'm going to time lapse it so it cuts down to two minutes taking the more important parts because I only need to say two minutes worth of things about you know, how to lay out an about page or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah, and I, I think part of this is just Like, we're stumbling through this right now with this project. So we're trying to figure out how can we make this better, trying to be honest and share the fact that, like, these projects don't just, like, appear and it's like, oh, this is great and wonderful and we had so much fun and look how happy we are and we're such a great family. Oh, my God. Like, that's not the truth. The truth is that sometimes it's a slog to get through and we don't show all of that. I'm saying we as the royal we of everybody who makes things and shares things. You don't show how difficult it is and how some of the conversations that are behind it.
1: Making things is hard. Documenting the making of things is hard, and it's something that we've committed to, but it's really hard.
0: And now we're doing the same thing we did during Wandering Aimfully's build last year, which is documenting the, the documenting.
1: documenting. <laughs> which just, oh, just keeps going. Where's
0: our friend Caleb? Can't we just hire Caleb to like just be here Follow for like around? two weeks? There's no way we could afford him. He's too he's too good. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's go over a couple different things that will help us moving forward. Okay, we love each other. Let's start there. Like
1: we
0: do, I, and we. I remember distinctly we had a conversation about a year ago where we were sitting in your former fart studio. Previously, that was never a fart studio. It was never that a fart was an studio. Art studio. It was never fart studio. It was an art studio. This is a fart studio. Lol, and we got to this point where we were super frustrated about something, and I remember just like throwing my notebook on the floor. Not in like an angry way. Like I wasn't like. I don't dodge them, I ram them. I was, like,
1: call back. I was like,
0: I don't dodge them, I ram them. And I put it on the ground. And I was like, this isn't fun. Like we work for ourselves and we make all of our own decisions and somehow we've made this not fun mm-hmm. and that sucks. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got with this project yesterday where it's like, we're running into this again and it's because we haven't set up some boundaries, some rules. And so all those things are going to come with values. So I bring all that up to say, Let's establish some values and let's kind of go through how we can make them work. And I think the first thing that we should talk about is quality. Yeah. So.
1: Because that is the biggest. It, quality and our quality standards seems to be the biggest place where we get into trouble. So that's why it's good to start there.
0: Yes. So I'm just going to say my thing about quality and then. I'm happy to hear your thing about quality, and then I think we come to an agreement on what that looks like, and there will probably be a sliding scale depending on everything we work on. My thing about quality is, when it comes to producing videos, podcasts, uh, things that we present people, articles, like all that stuff, I just wanna do it better than the majority of people. And I know that we have the ability to do that, so I don't wanna shortchange ourselves and just like, put it out simply, but I am willing to sacrifice on some things like recording this video with my iPhone. I literally stood and stared at the Canon camera for 10 minutes before we started recording today thinking, could I set this up and just do it, but because of the 30 minute clip thing, I was like, I'm not gonna do it. If I could get around that and it could record for an hour straight, I would have used that camera, but I'm not, I'm sticking with this. We don't
1: sacrifice anything for you using a different tool. Right. Um, So I think it's important, this is gonna fall, buddy. I think it's important that I hear what you're saying when you say, I want the quality to be better than what the majority of people put out there. I I think it's helpful if you would define in your mind, what are some things that uh, contribute to it being quote unquote better? Because I think that's a very broad term.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's very specific to each individual situation. So will we'll give a couple examples. So first example is for the bass videos. So what I wouldn't, what I don't wanna do is just do a screen recording that is not great sounding audio. That's not a criticism of you. This is just a definition of the thing because the lavalier mic audio sounds good. It just, it sounds too different to me was the problem. So it's consistent, good sounding audio, and it visually is more interesting than just recording a screen. So that means having the talking head part in the beginning. That means having a couple little visual transitions throughout. Um, the little uh, cards that we do to like break up the sections. Like all of that stuff and then the bumpers on the end. Like to me, those are the things that it doesn't take a crazy amount of time, but it's more than most people will put in and I'm proud of it because then I'm excited to watch it. Because if we just recorded a screen, I'm not excited to watch that. Like. As much as I know some people just love watching screen recordings, I want it to feel bigger and better.
1: Do you feel like at any point during this project, I...
0: No, not at all. Okay. No. Not at all.
1: Oh, let me finish my sentence for those who can't read my mind because they haven't been married to me for 10 years.
0: That I wanted a sandwich and you wouldn't go out and get me one? Not at all. I was going
1: to say, do you feel at any point that I was preventing you from adding those things to the video. And his answer was no.
0: No, not at all. I but just think the that audio
1: is the piece of. The this.
0: audio is the piece that we ran into where I even understand like, I don't know enough about audio engineering to do everything, but I just know that we record a lot of audio, record a lot of things for courses and other other stuff. If you just sit down and what I brought up the other day was, if you just sit down and then re-record your audio in one straight time frame, and not in one straight clip, but like a minute clip, a minute clip, a minute clip, the you know, mic is in the same place, you're recording at the same time, you're not moving around the office in a different position, it will sound so much more consistent. And even just for us to just say like that's important as a thing that we just check the box of.
1: The problem <laughs> the problem that we ran into is that that idea is so great in theory. What I was trying to share with you is that the way that that is playing out in your head is not a thing that I have the skill yet to be able to do.
0: Which I understand. And so that's why I think we bring this up. And it's like, here's what I would like to get out of this specific part of this. And then you countered with... Here, let me... Explain why.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I also countered with, I hear you... Like, after we had our big, like, blowout fight, obviously, I was like, okay, I hear what you're saying about the audio. If there's a way, so if you're saying that you want this outcome, which is to have more consistent audio, and I'm saying I don't have it in me to re-record and re-edit all of this voiceover, like, in the way that I was doing it, which is, like, little snippets, my creativity was, like, can I come up with a option C where... Maybe I can re-record the audio, but I can basically take the video that we've already that I've already created and get a transcript of what I'm saying so that I can, in a text format, edit it a little bit to make it more concise, more like even better, and then re-record because I have a script. Because my whole issue was you can't, I can't just drop the audio and like redo this voiceover in 10 second chunks because I know myself, I will ramble. I will not know what I'm saying. I will record everything like 10 times. And that's what I've been doing with the video that already exists. And that is what takes the fun out of this entire project. Right. So for me, it was like, okay, I hear what you are asking me to do. Here is my alternate solution for that. And if it Works, then I will do it. And if it doesn't work, then we have to move on.
0: Which is fine. Yeah, which is absolutely fine. That's fine. Okay, so let's go back to the definitions of quality because we got into the weeds of the thing there.
1: I totally agree with your.
0: So I want it to be better than most, is kind of like how I just boil that down.
1: And that's in both, like, graphics and like
0: thought like yeah it's in thoughtfulness it's in like little extra added things here and there um and again like it's not going to be as good as someone else it's not going to be perfect it's just going to be better than most is is kind of my mindset okay
1: Okay.
0: so do you have a quality thing that you want to define that maybe doesn't even have to do anything with mine but it's just the way you think about quality
1: my only sort of Thing that's related to that that's worth discussing is i sort of feel like our baseline of quality is better than most sure and i know that's like a weird thing to say but i just think you and i are both the type of people that we don't just put up shoddy half-baked things um but as somebody who's like a recovering perfectionist i constantly have this loop in my head that goes it's okay that it's imperfect. Like I ha- like I now have had that personal growth over the past couple of years where it's more important to me to put things that are imperfect out there because it means that I can create more and it means that I'm not hung up on it being every little last detail because that prevents us from doing things and then also it steals the joy from the process. And so there. I don't know if there's something around this quality value that we can discuss which is how we'll know that like Like for me, I think you you, with what you just said, you presented the bottom line, like the baseline of quality standard. I want to also I like what's the word I'm looking for? I also want to identify a ceiling. Yeah, because like at what point does pushing for more and better rob us of the joy of the process? And I want to define that.
0: Yeah. And so I think a fair way to do that is like. I think if we both get a chance to explain, are we seeing this as better than most, in how we're in that specific project, and like if you do a rough cut of uh, like this Squarespace video, let's just take that for example, and you give it to me, you go, hey, this walkthrough is better than most. Like I've I've done it, I added maybe just like a couple small things. You're gonna add a couple things here and there. I'm I'm good with this, and so then I go through, I do my part, I do my edit of it. And then I look and I go, oh, I could add a couple of things here and there. Like uh, on a previous video, I added like some motion tracking of like different parts you were talking about on screen, which is, it's difficult. It's not a fun thing to do. It took me like a half hour and I was like, mm, this may or may not have been worth it, but I really like the end result and I'm happy with that. In which case I've now said, this, this now is better than most, I'm done with this. So then I think if it goes back to you and if you have any like, like very small, not big picture changes, Oh, we told, told you you were going to lose the pillow, bud. Told you, okay. Then we just are both done with it. Like, then we both, both are just go, we've just both explained and showed our better than most. This looks great. There's nothing else to add. We're done. We move on.
1: Okay, but I I think maybe I didn't wasn't clear on what I was saying. So I'm saying I like the question, is this better than most? I think for values, like a guiding question is a good way to do it. I think that question is the the floor of it. Is this better than most? If it's not, then we need to rise above that. I think we need a question that is the ceiling of it, which is... Sure. Will this change, like... Something like, will this change steal the joy from the project?
0: Sure. That's fair.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: I think I just just wrote moist instead of most.
1: (laughs) So that at any point, like your example of the motion tracking thing. Yeah you look at it and you go you know what this would really be better if there was like a little bit of thing on screen of the motion tracking and then you can also ask yourself like
0: yep and i did will this i did so i did it (laughs) i did that thing three times so i had to just super super quick i'm not going to go into great detail i had to keyframe about 30 seconds of this video so it's like adding individual frames and then moving things and what i didn't realize was I actually needed to do the last part first and then back from there. And I had to do it two more times to get that right. And by the third time that I did this, and again, it's only 30 minutes, but it was 30 minutes for a 30 second part. It was, I was like, okay, I'm so close to being mad at myself. And I could have done it again to make it perfect. But that's when I literally said like, this will, I will not be happy about this if I do it again and it doesn't work. So this is good enough. Like I'm moving
1: on. you can see where this becomes troublesome because the question is great that we're both asking ourselves that question, but, like, it's much easier to steal joy from me than it is from you. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Like, the answer to will this change steal the joy from this project is going to be... The bar for that is going to be so much lower for me than it is for you.
0: Which I think is okay. Like, I think that's a good give and take of working together. Like,
1: you would never, like, if I said, oh, like, if you were the one doing the voiceover and had to record, re-record the audio, you would do that no problem. Yeah. But recording audio for me is so draining. That's
0: fine, and we just have to know that about each other of, like, where are our sticking points of not wanting to read it. what happened there? It was a fake out? It
1: was empty.
0: (laughs) Wanted a drink, didn't get a drink. I I think we just have to know about each. You need to calm down. You're grabbing at fake drinks. You're smashing your hand into uh, walls. My body is like. We've been talking too long about this and not actually getting to results. Okay, I (laughs) I hear what you said. Uh, I think that we just both need to be honest with each other about the limitations based on certain aspects. I'm trying to think of one where like I wouldn't just constantly push through because it would drive me insane. But, (laughs) unfortunately. That's kind of who I am. Okay, let's move on though. Let's go go to the next value. I think that's good enough to start with the value of quality. But I feel
1: like that's really good that we said that point because for anyone watching or listening, you may not know that the sticking point is coming from a place where you have a shared value, but your interpretation of that value is very different based on your personalities. Yeah. So like we can have that guiding question, but the answers to that question are gonna be very different based on who we are as people. So that's why we have to answer that question out loud to each other. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, so what's the next value?
1: Um, fun.
0: Fun. The band? Yeah. We always have to listen to fun at every project.
1: Like, that is the most important thing to me. It's like where we talked about the throwing the notebook thing. Like, when it stops being fun... Totally. It's just not worth it. It's like, why why do we work for ourselves? Why do we create these projects out of thin air only to use them as a point of conflict in our relationship? It seems stupid.
0: Um, my, this is kind of a weird one, but it's how my anal- analytical brain works. Not every part of every project will be fun. That's just the right. nature of the beast. But I think when we look at a project and fun has to be like 75% or more of that project. Yeah. Well, and where Baspa got to, I don't think it was there. I think we were like under 50% of having fun and maybe even less in that moment, of course. And so I think in the overall big picture of that project, it's to step back and go, this isn't fun anymore. How do we recalibrate the fun and bring it back up? And what does that look like? And let's talk about what we both are thinking here, which is probably related to quality or something else, like another value. And we just try and make sure that, okay, we're back up above 75%. And that's a very intuition-based Thing. Sure. Yeah, like you're not going to be able to be like, huh, over on the fun thermometer on the wall, it's really teetering.
1: <gasps> no, but how fun would it be if we had like an actual like fun, like fun meter, thermometer, and, and we could like we could move could it up and down? Like, Ooh,
0: that's a good idea. Yeah, and be like, all right, I'm going to. You know where up this meeting idea. is taking me to? Idea. Fifty yeah.
1: percent. You know where this meeting is taking me to? Forty-three percent.
0: Fun thermometer. I like that. That could be a fun thing to actually make.
1: Well, and it's there. fun because like you and I could both. It's a good way of showing the other person like where We've they're at. We've also wanted in the a, physi-
0: a physical product to make for people like <laughs> a fun thermometer, like a fun thermometer for people's offices, That's and great. you can like go in and you can just move it okay, up. Okay, what now. I
1: want with that though is like uh, a meter for me and a meter for you, so that we can.
0: Well, here's the thing: you do kind of like the pop sockets. Oh no, we do magnets. You... You do magnets, or I was gonna say like the little pop socket. You could just do stickers on there, yeah. so you could do like little magnets, magnets or so stickers. It's like at, so it's like my Jason's face. at
1: seventy five percent. Carol's at
0: twenty two percent. But it's funny because it's like my face, so I'm like, and I'm like, well, it could be I fun. Like that. It could be fun. Okay. All right, you guys well, start it here first. <laughs> let me just adjust my
1: fun meter for this. Meeting. <laughs> Whoop.
0: Uh, okay. So yeah, I think that's I I think that defines fun well enough.
1: What do you just as an aside on that like when do you notice, like, what's the most fun for you during projects? Okay. When do you notice you're having the most fun?
0: The most fun for me is the initial planning and conversation.
1: The idea stage.
0: The idea stage. It's, Where you don't have
1: to do any work and you just stream stuff.
0: It's the getting toward the end of the production stuff. So, like, when I have a finished edited video and I want to show it to you, that's super fun for me. Yeah. And then I also think it's the sharing of the thing with other people. Finally, yeah. So that's how... That's how I define it. What about you? Oh, here's going go to go the pillow again. Initial. Meeting. Your? Yeah,
1: it's very similar. It's like the creating of the thing. Yeah. The I, I don't know. Maybe it's hard for me to define what is fun, but it's very easy for me to f- define what is not fun. Okay. The documenting of the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not fun for me.
0: How can we make it fun?
1: hire a person to do it for me. <laughs> it's just, so, I'll tell you why it's not fun for me. It pulls me out of the creative When you experience.
0: say docu- documenting, what specifically are you saying? Like recording your screen?
1: Anything. Like recording my screen. I mean, editing the video started out fun because it was a new tool. tool and yeah. I like learning new things. So like that had a little bit of luster. luster. Yeah. Um, but like writing a blog post about my process sitting down and doing that.
0: But that's where I think like, okay, let's take that one for an example. You don't have to write the blog post, especially for BASFA as we're looking at this one, just write the note for me and I'll go in and put it in the blog post. Yeah, but the writing of the note, doesn't that remove like one part of it not being like fun? Mm -mm. Just opening a note and just writing some thoughts? Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. So maybe you could just do the Google Dictate. Could you just try that? I
1: know. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is like, is it easier for me to talk about doing something?
0: I think it is.
1: But then, like, I've tried to do that before, and trying to, like, then transcribe that into, like, words is hard. Like, (laughs) I mean, like a, you know, readable blog post. Anyway, I will play around with the process on that. I'm just being honest with you about what is not fun. And to me, part of the not fun of documenting is that in order to document well and not have it just be, like, here's five hours of us doing this thing. Yeah. It takes so much thought and so much like yeah. premeditation. That's what I don't like about it too. It's like, I can't just dive into the website and design the homepage. I have to think to myself, Oh, I better make sure I record my screen. Oh, I better make sure I have this part shown at some point because I might want to use that footage later. Like, I don't like all that.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you know,
1: you know how you don't like, you don't like doc- like documenting our lives because it right. steals the joy from the moment. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like to me.
0: Hmm, interesting. Caleb <laughs> <laughs> can't afford Caleb. Um, all right. Well, I don't know what the answer is to the documenting thing. I think that's just one where we like have to take it at every part of the journey and just try and go. Okay, is this something I can take on, or is this something I really have to do, or whatever? I mean.
1: Well, and part of it too is I think reframing it
0: because we don't like. We like, don't do a ton of documenting. Like we haven't done any documenting. No, I'm just saying. Like we haven't done any documenting for the past eight months, nine months. Like once I a mean, year, we do something.
1: Well, I think that shows then that.
0: But the that I also documents
1: think documents me. I'm just kidding. But I think it's like actually we do document a lot, and we did document a lot last year of like building of things. You're documenting all the time when you, we're documenting when we do the podcast, when we explain our stuff, like you know. Yeah. But what I was going to say is I think it's probably important to reframe the parts of the thing that you don't like are what allow you to do the things that you do like. So, like, I know that documenting things is what gives us content, which is what gives us members, which is what allows us to make money in order to do the fun projects.
0: Totally. And as long as it's above 75% of fun on the fun thermometer. Is
1: that what our thing was? 75%.
0: Stop kicking your art pieces.
1: Oh, i got to sell some of these.
0: Yeah, you really do. All right, next value. What's next? Creative. That kind of teeters into quality.
1: Like different, different differentness? Unique. Uniqueness. uniqueness. Originalness. Sure. All
0: right. Uniqueness.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Unique New York.
1: We need to look at what our values are on our About page because these are pretty much lining up as just our. Wondering gameplay values.
0: Yeah, but I think they Experimentation, have. Experimentation. They have different intention. definitions for doing work yeah. than they do for, like, just kind of like doing life. Doing work. Not.
1: Nah. I don't, don't no. I'm You scare me.
0: <laughs> Someone in their car is like, oh my god. <laughs> um, uniqueness. So for me, this is a tough one because, like, I want everything to be as unique as different. possible. But I just think, like, again like this is kind of an intuition based thing as well where it's just you know that it's unique w- when it's unique like you like for me BASFA videos are unique because they have a little bumper to them they have us talking doing some talking head um you know we're d- diving further into the process than most people might we're setting up the page with like the little separators like it just feels like it's very thoughtful and different than just a page where someone's like hey watch I me do like this I feel like you're
1: you're tiptoeing into quality, quality? i know well that's why because I to this. me i think the the main original factor for this is the way that we're selling it at the end okay like, i've seen plenty of people build a website and show their process but it's usually for a client it's usually for it, it very a template, rarely It's a yeah, whatever, well, yeah. rare, very rarely have i ever seen someone create an entire brand for spec and then sell it at the end yeah. that to me is different
0: so how are we defining uniqueness as a value though
1: Just the simple question of asking is there is there any element to this that is that we haven't seen before
0: Okay, I like that. That was good. Is there give me a little theme song as I write this I know that song (laughs) give me another one because I'm thinking of the words There we go Wow I've been
1: watching a lot of Songland, and I think that I could be a songwriter just kidding I really don't but I Fun fact about me, I love songwriting, and, like, if there's one talent that I wish I could have, it would be to be even remotely musical so I could write songs. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, my, like, slam poetry thing? Yeah. It kind of combines that. It's like, really just it's about writing.
0: Caroline know. does slam poetry every Wednesday down at the uh, local jazz house.
1: The fart studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, I think that that's uniqueness summed up. That's a good one. Um, what are any other values we want to throw out here?
1: I think those are the three main ones for projects.
0: Yeah. I think those along with the process stuff, so just going back to that, so it's like who's in charge, what is the specific outcome, and- What do we want the
1: experience to be? What do be? we want
0: the experience to be are important. So I'm just gonna write those down here too. i like, big questions. Who is in charge? What's the next one?
1: Who's on first? What's on second? No. Who's in charge? What's the process? <laughs> Already. What do we want the outcome to be? Project we, outcome. To be fair, you didn't say remember these things when you repeated them, so I was thinking. Well,
0: yeah, but you should. Ju- what were you thinking about?
1: I have thoughts. Oh, are they are they interesting
0: <laughs> or are they kind of like not good? I don't
1: remember what I was thinking about. Yeah, but exactly. not great?
0: All right. Okay. I think this is super helpful for us, so that's very selfish. I hope this is we're helpful never gonna have
1: a fight again.
0: For you guys, um, you know, who are kind of following along, maybe you're building your own things, maybe you're working with someone else, and maybe you've had some friction. Like I think that's the big thing for us is this is not a new thing that we have run into here, um, you know, ten years into being together eight years into working together, at least alongside each other, is that these friction things have come up over time. And um, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do think it's interesting that, kind of going back to what you said about you when you worked for me for Wandering Aimfully, and, or for I Wear Your Shirt, and then you went on to work for yourself. Like We had some real friction when you were starting your own thing and you were trying to get your own footing. And I was trying to help and say like, oh, I could like see a way that you could get around this. And a lot of times there are just gonna be situations where There's not a set of values that are going to help you. And you just have to have the open and honest conversation with the other person to go, what do you need right now? And is that for me to help you? Or is it for me to just sit on the sideline and listen and just watch you and let you figure it out and be okay with that? And that has to be something that both of you kind of agree to. And so I just think it's an important part of this.
1: Absolutely. And it's not easy. Like, you you both are individual people with different skill sets, with different ways that you like to work, with different personalities and you know for me that's the hardest part it's like i recognize that we're better together but going back to my made vibrant days i was 100 percent in charge of everything i did and so i could know if i had a standard of quality but it was gonna make it not fun to work on that i could just stop and so it's very new to have that feeling but then have to Run it by another person, yeah. Especially another person who has a different opinion on whether we should stop or not, yeah. Or whether we should go a different route. So,
0: yeah, and I do think that what could be really interesting for this is if we could create some type of whether it's an air table or something that we fill out each time. Probably not when we're just recording like a Wayne Show episode,
1: but like a big project. But
0: if we're doing like what we're doing in the fall, oh, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Um, like we've got this idea for for doing this thing in the fall. I think we really sit down and we write out a process document for ourselves, answer a lot of these questions, go through that, have that conversation, and take one hour to avoid three hours of conflict at multiple different points throughout a project that takes weeks to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be really interesting to like have that come out of this and something that we do maybe after this project is done, I think it'd be really helpful to go, okay, let's look back on like some of the things that we could have addressed earlier on and, and kind of done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and then have it kind of organized in one place and we have this kind of like project setup, little scope doc of sorts. I
1: think an important thing that we didn't talk about in this Ooh. is like-
0: How good I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How good I am. I think it's really important that each person also recognizes where they could do better. Totally. You know? Like, I think that's an important part of the process. Like, I, for example, I would love to commit to, tr- like I mentioned before, trying to view some of the things that aren't as fun for me as and trying to see those with like a lens of gratitude that it allows me to do the more creative things and not just think of them as like a roadblock to getting back to the fun stuff. So like I commit to trying to be better at that and it would be cool if you committed to something as well.
0: I'm writing this down because I think this is actually a really good big question to do maybe even at the end of a project that kind of like the like.
1: What can I, how can I be better?
0: What would be the, what's the end of a project? Like the Wrap wrap up, like a little wrap up meeting, yeah.
1: Exit interview.
0: Like an exit interview. Yeah. All right. So you're fired. Uh, but we have a new project coming up if you want to apply for her.
1: <laughs> I never liked this company anyway. I didn't dodge him. I rammed them. Um
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, for this specific project, I could have probably done a better job of just explaining the full vision in my head of what I wanted because I think that just came out in parts. But then I also admitted to you that I didn't necessarily have a full vision. It was just unfolding as we were going through. But because we didn't have anything defined for the project, it felt like, oh, we're just piling on more work, we're piling on more things, we're piling on more stuff, and that's not fair to you, who didn't even want to do the documenting in the beginning, and we kind of jumped into that. So
1: So I'm not 100% hearing how you could be different.
0: Well, I think it's hard for me to define that yet because we're not done, so I don't have a full scope of that. And I also don't, like, I would like to say that I could be better at thinking through the whole project. Like,
1: is there any part of what you have done already on this project <laughs> that you can recognize is maybe not the most effective way to collaborate, and how you could be different at that? Not something in the future. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying not
0: to just say like, "Oh, I could be less of a perfectionist," because I feel like that's just a cop out answer. Like, I don't feel. Okay, like then that's, don't say that. Okay, I'm not. going Why do care. you think
1: that's a cop out answer, though? Out of curiosity.
0: Because. I think, th- without the definition of the level of quality that we're committing to for a project, it's just it's like an ar- it's just like an arbitrary thing to be like oh I was trying to be too much of a perfectionist like we didn't define it so it's like how do I know that it wasn't like I shouldn't have been doing that much like maybe it wasn't even at the floor of our definition you know mm-hmm. so it's tough I'm not trying to skirt around admitting that I did something wrong at all
1: but see here's a here's a very illuminating part of this yeah. which is why I was pushing you a little bit is. The words that you just used were, I'm not trying to skirt around admitting that I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to get you to say that you did something wrong. It's not about being wrong. It's not about not being right. It's just about like, hey, being reflective about the way that you went about a certain project and going, okay, I recognize that this actually wasn't very effective, like I said, for collaborating. So here's how I think that I could be better in the future. Yeah, I and mean, I feel like there's something to be revealed in the fact that you're having a hard time saying that.
0: Probably. Do we need to like... Do you have some qualifying questions? No? to? Yeah, I mean I think the thing that comes to mind the way that you just phrased that was I could probably like let go a little bit on the trying to make something incrementally better when I see that you're already spending a ton of hours and a ton of time and it would add more stress to you to continue to do that.
1: So maybe... Yeah, I, I, that would be very helpful. Like even just checking in with yourself beforehand and going like, okay, how much is this worth to me bringing up?
0: But sometimes I don't know how you're actually feeling totally. until I bring it up. And then I find out like, oh, wow, I just opened up Pandora's box. Totally, like, but maybe was... then
1: the question is before bringing the suggestion, it's then checking in with me and saying like, how are you feeling? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that's really helpful. I hope I didn't put you on the spot. The reason I did that is because like, in these conversations and in working with somebody, like it's not effective or helpful for one person to come to the table and say, here's how I could have done this better, and to kind of share in that vulnerability and say, "Like I had a role in maybe this not turning out the way that we wanted to, and then having the other person go, well, I, I, maybe I can say that in the future. Like It really is necessary for, if somebody is going to open up that door and do the vulnerable thing and say, here's how I could have been better, like just in general, I think meeting that with also vulnerability is helpful because both people are committing to working on it, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why I wrote it down is I think it is a good question to ask. I think it's a hard question to ask at certain times. And I I do think that there's something to be said for doing this throughout the process as well to try and bring the fun meter back up too. Like, I think it does help when you go like, okay, yeah, like you could have done that. And now that you said that, like, I feel better and I want to continue to work on this and I want to make it better. And you know what? I do want to try the audio thing that you mentioned now that you, you know, said this and whatever. So
1: Oh, I've, I remembered one rule that we talked about that was important for our process. Wow.
0: Wow. 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 Wow.
1: Don't do meetings in the middle of a work day. Do it at the beginning or do it at the end.
0: So that's not really a value. That's just like a rule, huh?
1: Because when somebody has already planned out their work day in terms of what they want to accomplish, and then we have a meeting and it's like, hey, do X, Y, and Z, it really disrupts the person. (laughs) This is a specific
0: rule for Caroline. (laughs)
1: It really disrupts the person who had already planned out their day. Oh, pillow Uh, fell again.
0: That's all right. We're almost done. We're wrapping up. Poor Plaxico lost his pillow. Alright, I think it's good. Okay, so let me just recap our values, our big questions, and our rules, which is only one rule right now, but maybe we'll add to it.
1: Babe, we did rules on the other page. Did you forget about that whole conversation? Where? Do a specific out, these are the rules.
0: I know, but those are defined in, I did those as questions. Okay, let me just go through this real quick. Okay. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. Rule, don't interrupt Jason (laughs) when he's doing a recap. (laughs) quality one of our values so we set a floor and then we have a ceiling and we just kind of work through and that together and what's the question for the floor the floor is is this better than most
1: and the ceiling is
0: will this change the joy of the project that's what we change? said
1: change yeah oh will this change
0: will this change
1: steal the joy from the project
0: yeah that's fine we get it
1: we don't <laughs> <laughs> Will nope. this? Change <laughs> I think if we just had that conversation and we read it back and didn't know what it meant, we should probably add the word.
0: Will this change steal the joy of this project? Thank you. Alright. Second value, fun. Idea, fun thermometer. Uh, so this is the most important thing for you and for me, it's about keeping fun above 75% throughout an entire project. Right. So it's moving our heads up and down the fun thermometer. Value number three, uniqueness. So You said this, but I'm gonna take credit for it as well. Is there any element of this project that is unique to us? So, there we go. Uh, Big questions. Who is in charge? Head chef and Susan chef. What is the project outcome that we want? And we can even be a little overkill and do it for mini projects, little things as well. What is the experience that we wanna have throughout this? And what could I have done or do better at the end during the wrap up meeting or just during the project? And then rules no meetings midday because I don't dodge them. Ram them. Great. Okay. All right. I think we did it.
1: Everybody, Good job. this
0: sounds like like people are clapping for us. I'm glad we had a live audience here once.
1: This, this is called a bicep clap.
0: <laughs> That's not a bicep. That's a tricep and a shoulder. Bicep would be this side. That's a bicep. Thank That's
1: you. That's a bicep clap, yeah. folks. I feel this feel like is we a we shoulder got... clap. This is a tricep clap.
0: All right. I feel like we got some good plaque snores in today, which is solid. Like
1: a bouquet. of I feel like
0: this was hopefully helpful for you guys to at least watch a couple argue, get through it, laugh, cry, you know, do all those things. Mm -hmm. It's always exciting. And hopefully we have a little process here that we can continue to hone and tweak and make our own, and it will help working together and working on a project smoother for us.
1: And also, if you could just support us by watching for Project to make sure that this entire fight wasn't for nothing, that'd be great. Thank you, bye. Uh,
0: do you notice how we didn't mention anything in here about, like, metrics or numbers? I think that's a really interesting thing that we don't think about. Like, when it comes to a project, it's like, ooh, got to reach at least a thousand people or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't even think about that stuff. We do not. Yeah. All right, everybody. That'll do it for this uh, little episode of the podcast slash behind the scenes thing slash documenting of the documenting.
1: You know we like it.
0: We'll see your faces later. Thanks for listening. Remember, everybody, don't dodge them.
1: Ram them.